0: Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com This is California School News Radio with your hosts, Kevin Osmus and Drew Schlossberg. Thank you, Wade. Every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time at wsradio.com, we bring you newsmakers from the world of education to discuss what's going right in our schools from the perspective of administrators, teachers, students, parents, and community members. I am Kevin Osmus from VMA Communications, and with me, as always, is Drew Schlossberg from VMA. How are you doing today, Drew?
1: I'm doing just fine.
0: Making it through? Making it through the week, okay?
1: Making it through the week, and uh, <laughs> like everyone, sort of just uh, maybe getting a, a, a little bit uh, of the, you know, tiredness of the uh, election. Of course, it's a very important election, of course, and uh, we'll see what happens. Well, I'll tell you, 2020 will be remembered for a lot of
0: things. You could exactly. make a list, exactly. but the one thing it, it won't be remembered for is the brumper crop of oranges that I'm growing over at my place. Uh, and I will tell you, I mean, it, it is a beautiful thing, Um you know, nice. we'll, be, we'll be drinking nice, fresh orange juice for months to come over at my house. So, if you'd like any, in any <laughs> case. alrighty. righty. So, well, today, uh, we have a great show today. We're going to check in with West Covina Unified, uh, where they've completed a number of facilities upgrades and done some groundbreaking on a few others and have a number of others in the works, and we are happy to bring back West Covina Unified Assistant Superintendent of business services, Doctor Drew Pasalakwa. How are you doing today?
2: I'm doing well. Thanks for having me back.
0: Oh, wonder! It's an honor to have you back. Um, and so, uh, from one Drew to another, uh, <laughs> exactly.
1: Yes, my namesake.
0: Very yes, good. and yeah. so yes, this will be another. This will, this will another be another uh, you know uh, uh, Abbott and Costello routine with this <laughs> show today. Uh, none, none of us can see each other. We're all in, uh, in soundproof booths. Uh, in different locations in Southern California, so. Uh, but happy to have you on. Uh, so much great going on with uh, West Covina Unified. You uh, have uh, opened several uh, of the uh, of your. Uh, the construction projects that are finished, they're, they're, they're now uh, open, they're, they're, they're ready to go, and uh, you have several others in the works. So uh, I know that you wanted to uh, talk about, maybe here right off the bat, though, is uh, what's known as the Series B bond sale. Uh, for those of us that don't quite know what that is, uh, Dr. Pasolacqua, why don't you uh, let us know what's going on there and why it is so important right now? In the district,
2: sure, sure, I'd be happy to uh, share some information on our bond sale. Uh, As we've shared before, the voters in West Covina passed a hundred and forty-three million dollar bond in two thousand and sixteen, over seventy-five percent pass rate. So the community has a lot of confidence in our staff and our district to uh, do great things with their valuable tax dollars. And as a result, we've, we've issued bonds, and, and as we talk today, we're going to talk about all the great projects we've been able to finish and are in process. Uh, part of that that goes on behind the scenes is actually selling the bonds. And we just sold in September our second series of bonds, and we're very happy because part of that process, which everybody doesn't know, school districts have to be credit rated, by a financial group called Moody's, in this case, for our district, just like you and I do when we get a credit rating to buy a car or a house. And our district received a very strong credit rating of AA2. And as part of this, when they go to rate our school district, they look at the local economy and the tax base, as well as the district finances, leadership, and any outstanding debt that we may have. And we were very excited to share with the community that when they did that rating this year, they, they shared our district's strengths that would lead to the best possible rating for our, um, our residents, for the uh, bond dollars. And they came back and said that our strengths were that we have a very healthy financial position with strong reserves, over 25%, strong management team, which starts with our board, that guides the entire district and, for the past five years, our conservative budgeting practices. As a result, we had a very competitive bid for our school district bonds. We had four bidders from across the country bidding to purchase our bonds, and the lowest interest rate that we received this time was 2.23%, which is the lowest we have ever seen in district history. It's unbelievable, and that's the direct result of uh, all those things I've recently shared. And that's estimated to share the taxpayers approximately $11 million in interest because of the strong stewardship of our board and that healthy financial position.
0: Well, that is certainly good news, Mr. Schlossberg.
1: Yeah, you know, it's uh, when you hear these great success stories, and I'm um, so glad that we can uh, shout this out, And it's good to have you back on the air, uh, Drew, as well. Uh, You know, it's so important to hear these things. You hear way too many stories, a lot of them false, about how, you know, the school districts and the schools aren't good stewards of taxpayer money. Uh, And I know that's far from the truth, of course, and this is just an absolute post-child example of that. Uh, Talk about how important that is to let the public know.
2: Well, it is because people want to know – people don't take voting for bonds lightly, and people want to know their dollars are spent well. And not only has the board put us in this financial position to get this great credit score and a low interest rate, but more importantly, part of the bond process is that we have a citizen's oversight committee, and they review all the expenditures based upon what the voters voted on to make sure that we're spending it in the correct way and they also review our annual audit which has been flawless all the way through the bond every single spending um has been flawless and so we we want to share this with the community we want them not only to see the beautiful projects but know that their tax dollars are being used well
1: yeah without without question and you know listen that's uh I'm not sure if they give awards uh, for business services uh, divisions uh, that are doing great work at all, and in all seriousness, um, but that is something that is very important. You know, for people to know and people certainly can learn a lot from what's going on at the West Covina Union School District and you hit a point that is so important uh, Drew, uh, obvious to you folks of course, but it really comes from the leadership, uh, you being a leader of course, the superintendent as well and, and, and the board and getting that uh, direction, um, talk about how critical that is as everybody is rowing in the same direction
2: It's the most important thing, um I've worked in many districts, and this is by far the best one. And the, the board had the foresight in 2016 to pass this bond, and they've set out these lists of projects. And we, through COVID, we have continued to follow all of the state and local guidelines of the health department so that we would not skip a beat and so that we would make sure we get the best bang for our buck on these projects. And uh, you you did mention our our department. It's really all of our directors and business services that actually help with building and reviewing the projects, the architect team, um, our fiscal team that keeps track of all these things to get that flawless audit. Um, But it all starts with the board and the superintendent's vision. Yeah, Without
1: question. Kevin?
0: Well, a couple of things. One, uh, talking about the credit rating, it reminds me I'm like two or three months away from finally paying off my student loan. (laughs)
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. Me which, too. Uh, I'm a little longer than that.
0: <laughs> oh, really? Okay. Uh, yeah, but I, I, I took a few years off paying, and so my credit rating uh, took a little bit of a hit. Um, I've, I've worked my way back. And as far as the bond sale goes, you know, I have a crisp $5 bill in my pocket. How many bonds can I buy uh, uh, of the, the Series B bonds?
2: Well, um, they actually have to be bought, purchased in $5,000 increments, but they, oh. they are out there. Um, one, one group buys them all, and then they're distributed through all different types of uh, financial funds for people to invest in and get that uh, rate of return on them.
0: Okay. And then, you know, I mean, this is like looking ahead, but I do know that there is a Series C uh, in, 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 in in the future somehow, uh, is, is is that something that's uh, uh, going to be sold in the near future? Are, are, there, are there projects developing uh, along the uh, Series C
2: line? Yes, we do have a needs assessment for future projects, um, but we will have to finish. We just almost, when we finish one of the projects that we talk about today that should be finished in February, we will have spent all the dollars from the first issuance. And then Series B, um, those dollars will go for our performing arts center. Once those dollars are all spent out, then we'll look down the road for when the next issuance will be. And it depends on a lot of factors in the economy and the local community as well.
0: Okay, well, we're talking to Dr. Drew Pasolacqua, uh, West Covina Unified Assistant Superintendent of Business Services here on California School News Radio with Kevin and Drew. Uh, We've got about a minute left in this segment, and we will be coming right back, and we're going to talk about some of the completed projects. Uh, We have the Edgewood High School Event Center, uh, the Edgewood High School Sports Complex, uh, Holland Crest Middle School Modernization, uh, Mount SAC Early College Academy Modernization, and Science Labs. And before we go to break, uh, Dr. Uh, any, any kind of teasing uh, here for the next segment
2: well when, when we come back one of the things that I'm so proud of our team here is it's not just business services we work very closely with ed services and when we come back from the break I would like to talk about some of the uh, California technical education state matching grants that we've received
0: Ah, CTE. You know, Mr. Schlossberg is a is a is so much in favor of CTE. Oh my God, I'm a big
1: <laughs> fan of it.
2: Absolutely. Well, okay, we, well, we've uh, got the best programs here in West Covina, so I look forward to speaking about that.
0: Terrific. Okay, well, then we will be back here uh, in, in just a few minutes. We're on California School News Radio with Kevin and Drew. And, again, our, our guest uh, this week, uh, Dr. Drew Pasolacqua of West Covina Unified. He's the Assistant Superintendent of Business Services. And we'll be right back after these messages. Stay tuned.
1: Kenja Dixon was crowned the number one sales executive through hard work, deep thinking, and the revelation of universal talk laws. He now wants to share these lessons with you. Universal talk laws are what you need to know and use in business and at home to have successful and effective conversations. Kenja Dixon shares his wisdom, action plans, and wealth. Each book comes with a chance to win $10,000. Find Universal Talk Laws
2: at KenjaDixon.com.
0: Homeless veterans and their families are suffering and need our support, but many won't ask or don't know that help is within reach. Veterans Community Services is here to help. Amazingly, about 35% of the homeless in our neighborhoods are veterans with families. Low-income veterans or their friends are encouraged to contact Veterans Community Services and reach out for help with housing and other services. Call now, 800-974-9909. Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com This is California School News Radio with your hosts, Kevin Osmus and Drew Schlossberg. Thank you, Wade. We're back again on California School News Radio and with Kevin and Drew and our guest, uh, Dr. Drew Pasolacqua of West Covina Unified. We're here talking about uh, the facilities upgrades and some great uh, new buildings at uh, West Covina Unified, especially at the high schools, Edward High School and uh, West Covina High School uh, just broke ground there, I believe, uh, on on, uh, on a CTE science building. I know you wanted to talk about the career technical education. Um, The the event center at Edgewood High School, now that uh, part of that uh, renovation is the the career tech and the the, the science classrooms? Uh,
2: At Edgewood High School, it's all career tech and an event center.
0: Okay, okay. Um, well, that, that, has ju- that has just been completed, um, as well as the uh, sports complex. So, how is the, the so practically the entire uh, face of the high school has been completely renovated?
2: Yes, the um, Edgewood CTE and Events Center is a 12,000 square foot project. Um, the main stage area has a 300 seat capacity. It's just beautiful maple hardwood floors, dressing rooms behind the stage, a huge green screen for our CTE classes that are also in that same building. We have retractable bleachers in that facility, and we have three, uh, four CTE classrooms in there, our dance, our video production, our theater production, and our video game design. And we just completed that in April of uh, this year.
0: Wow. Uh, and well, ready for the kids to come in, I imagine the kids are not able to come in yet, which is a, a very unfortunate. Uh, but when they do, boy, it's going to be as brand spanking new as you could ever get.
2: <laughs> right? It's, it's going to be amazing. It's been ready and waiting for them since April. Um, we have all the furniture in there. Uh, we're just waiting for the day that uh, things, things improve and the L.A. County Health Department allows us to bring back kids in person.
1: So, 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 Drew, let me ask you that question. Is uh, I don't want to get too far off topic here, but uh, is there a date in mind? Obviously, it depends on how many of the cases are floating around and all that, but is it some optimism maybe at the first of the year or maybe in the spring or hard to say?
2: It's really hard to say right now. Uh, the health department for the county is the one that uh, guides those decisions. And at this point, they're still telling us as of this morning that cases are still going up in their most recent counts. Right. Um, and so we're, we're just waiting to hear more from them uh, to move forward. They have allowed us to bring back some of our um, children in our special education right. programs at a very limited basis.
1: Yeah, it seems uh, many districts around the country are, are doing that, especially in Southern California. Yes, yes.
0: Well, I, I and then this is like also off topic, but I I just was reminded of Edgewood High School uh, more recently in the news, and it's unfortunate, but the, uh, the Jay Johnstone, uh, who played for both the Dodgers and the Angels. Uh, passed away recently But he was an Edgewood High uh, grad And there's like just a tremendous history Of, of baseball players Really in Southern California But uh, Edgewood has had Many of those players uh, Including Jay Johnstone And the Renicky brothers uh, I believe one of whom was uh, Managed the Milwaukee Brewers for a while They would not recognize the campus If they came to, to it today I think
2: No I think uh, it, It's a beautiful campus Um, I think these two projects that we just completed, um, I'd be happy to talk about the sports complex as well, or if you have more questions about the CTE event center. But they're on both sides of the campus. They're just beautiful. They'll last for the next 50-plus years, and they're both state-of-the-art facilities.
1: Yeah, if you don't mind, I'm going to ask a couple CTE questions. But before I do that, I, I see it in your profile that you... Actually, sing the national anthem at Candlestick Park. Uh, does that mean Does that mean you're a Giants fan, or what possessed you to do that?
2: Yes, unfortunately, I am a Giants fan. They don't play at Candlestick Park anymore, of course not. Uh, but I grew up in in Napa, um, and it, it's hard to ever leave your childhood teams.
1: Well, listen, I know it all so well because I'm a a hopeless Dodger fan. We finally won our World Series after, I can't believe I'm going to say this, 32 years. And uh, I will say this. um, I consider Dodger Stadium, and I'm not sure what they call the field up in, uh, it used to be AT&T Park up in San Francisco. I'm not sure what it is now. Uh, That is a beautiful park right on the water up in San Francisco. Uh, I'm not sure if you've been to it yet or not.
2: Oh yes, I've, I've been to it many times with my family, my parents, and my own kids, and it is beautiful. I, I don't know the name either because it <laughs> seems to change. It every does. Couple of years. It used to be, <laughs> be
1: Pac Bell, SBC uh, was AT and T, and T. Right. Well, uh, it, it,
0: McCovey Cove is still called McCovey Cove as far as I know.
1: Well, it, listen, it is. Yeah, will, yeah. 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 Go ahead, going through a little uh, baseball history here. Getting back to CTE, <laughs> uh, you know, just uh, how uh, actually that would be absolutely. I'm a former sports writer, uh, Drew. So. Maybe Maybe that can be a nice strand in CTE, a pathway to being a sports writer. But when you look at what you just described it's going on at the Edgewood High School CTE and Event Center on this, Is it? I'm sure it's set up for so much you know, distance learning and conference calls with people around the world, or am I wrong on that?
2: Well, it, it's an amazing facility because it's sort of more like a college-type facility you would be used to. So it has one adjoining hallway down the middle that's sort of the place to interact with each other in between classrooms when students come back. Right. And it also is the back entrance to the stage and the entrance to the four classrooms. And so it. it it's just a great facility and then the dressing rooms behind the stage and the green screen is probably the largest green screen I've ever seen <laughs> in my life at any high school. It covers the whole backstage and that will be able to be used uh, by our video production group and uh, uh, and our theater production team.
1: Yeah, you know, a question I have on that as well. Um, what- Folks uh, had the uh, the bonds that you're using to build uh, these uh, facilities. Were any of the money uh, was it able to go to connectivity and devices, or would that come out of a different fund?
2: No, those come out of different funds. Right. The bonds very specific on that. They have to be permanent type things gotcha. that are permanent for the building, right? And the floor, re- roof,
1: right, right. And the reason why I bring that up, of course, as you well know, working for a a nice size district that, you know, one of the things the pandemic has really hit hard is you know those folks who don't have the connectivity and don't have the devices that now are not in the classrooms. It makes it very difficult uh, with that uh, digital gap uh, widening in some areas.
2: Well, that's not the case here in West Covina. I'm, I'm proud to share. Terrific. Um, from day one, we've made sure every student that needed a device had a device. We have one-to-one devices now throughout the whole district, and we've been able to supply hot spots to every family uh, that needed one of those for distance learning. So it took a little time when it all start- started in March, and then very quickly we had people
1: driving